Welcome to Here We Are Bonus Editions. These are little stories to hold you over while I work on curating an amazing season two just for you. In the storytelling episode, I had the honor of interviewing Jim Brule, a Megid in the Jewish tradition. When I was editing the storytelling episode, I had to leave out so much of the goodness that Jim shared with me due to keeping the time of the episode under 30 minutes. So today, I am sharing with you a little bit more of my interview with Jim. The topic at hand, becoming more aware of the stories you're telling yourself. Enjoy. Is there anything in your experience that has helped you become more aware of the stories you're telling? Well, yes, but it's not a thing in the sense of uh, a short-term event. Self-reflection is critical for this process, and I don't believe it's possible to do it by yourself. You need a colleague, a trusted colleague, to engage in this with you, a supervisor, whatever you want to call it. We are incapable. If you just think about our field of vision, we see 120 degrees, right? We need somebody else to be looking from the other direction to say, here's what's going on behind your back or within you. And so both the teaching I do and the teaching and and the, the work I receive, I'm always getting that help from other people, often reciprocally, but it's necessary. What has helped me, it's continuing deep self-examination in partnership with at least one other person. Is there a question you have found to be helpful to to get in there? Yeah, I can tell you the general form of the question, and that is, let's stand that on its head. So whatever assumptions you have about a story, let's make them their opposite and see what happens. One of the things I'm doing right now is running this wonderful series. We're taking apart stories. We're looking at stories with storytellers and story listeners and just saying, what's going on in here? How could we tell this differently? What are the assumptions people are making? What if it was told from this perspective instead of that perspective? How is the villain, the hero? Take all the assumptions, shake them up, rearrange them, turn them on their head. What happens? And so I think that's what's necessary is this willingness to be skeptical about everything, but Not in a negative way, in a exploratory, curious way. So I have to break into a short story here. (laughs) Good example of it. When I was a young teenager, like 12, 13, 14, I had grown up, as I think a lot of young boys do, admiring the men who sailed around the world and explored the ocean and my favorite hero was Magellan, because he almost made it around the world. And then when I was 12, my family moved to the Philippines for two years. And we happened to live on this island. Then the next little island over was the birthplace of the hero of the Philippines, a fellow named Lapu. And went over to see his statue. He's standing there with a big club in his hand. And he's famous. He's like the Lincoln of the Philippines because he beat off the foreign invaders. Well, he's the guy who killed Magellan. And as a 
12-year-old, that was hard to swallow. Wait a minute, this guy's a national hero and he killed my hero. And through the grace of God, I didn't say which one of these two men is going to be my hero. I said, well, they both were heroes, right? So in what world are both of these men heroes? And that's been formative for me in terms of saying, how is it that these two opposites could exist at the same time? I'll add to that, my Jewish tradition gives me the tools for that because Judaism is all about holding opposites as equal and even opposing opposites as equal and not saying, here's the only way of looking at the world, but here's 10 ways of looking at it. How can they all be true at the same time? And so that's fundamental also to my, I think, my style and my skills is is being able to adopt that worldview. Oh my goodness. Being curious, holding opposites as equal, understanding that multiple views can be correct. This is so hard, especially in a world that would prefer a high contrast, clear knowing rather than the different variants of in-between that I have come to experience as actually normal. But holding opposites as equal is a huge part of what makes us human. Acknowledging the opinion of another without having to convert them to our thinking. Having the ability to hold space with and for other beliefs and viewpoints. What if we could just listen? It's easier said than done, but I firmly believe in the power of listening. As David Augsburger said, being heard is so close to being loved that for the average person, they are almost indistinguishable. Take time to truly listen today without having the responsibility of determining if what you hear is right or wrong. Who was the last person that really listened to you? How can you pass that gift on to someone else today? Thanks to Jim for letting me interview you, to Lisa for the logo, and for all y'all, because you are listening and keeping this podcast going. If you like what I'm doing, please share this podcast with your friends. And if you want to go a step further and do more, you can join my support tribe on Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can join at the Sassy Squirrel level or upgrade to being an inspired Impala or even a curious caribou and get in on the insider info. Just go to patreon.com slash here we are the podcast. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for here we are the podcast. Also, check out Jim's Facebook page. Search for transformational storytelling. He's been doing an amazing storytelling series that I don't think you want to miss. As always, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds.